بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلاه والسلام على اشرف الانبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعد we continue with the beautiful lessons in islamic manners from the book of um, sheikh abdul fattah abu ghudda rahmatullah alayh and we are on the topic of visiting the manners of visiting somebody he says when you visit a, when you enter a home whether as a visitor or an overnight guest do not closely examine its contents as an inspector would because you are a visitor you are not an inspector limit your observation to what you need to see do not open closed closets or boxes do not inspect a wallet a package or a covered object this is against islamic manners and an impolite betrayal of the trust your host has accorded to you uphold these manners during your visit and seek to cultivate your host's love and respect may allah bless and protect you imam al muhasibi says the duty of sight is to preclude forbidden sights and not to try to see what has been hidden or covered like dawood atai said i was told we would be accountable for our minor gazes as we are accountable for our minor deeds the arab poet miskin aldarimi he said my neighbor need not worry if his door is not shut then we come to the point of burdening hosts with requests whether visiting friends or relatives one must avoid unnecessary requests that may cause inconvenience to the host for example avoid using their phone or going to the toilet or performing your ablution good manners dictate that you should be considerate for not every house may have these facilities prepared for the convenient use of its guests its condition or location could be embarrassing for your host prepare yourself in the convenience of your home before paying the visit before going to your, to your host's place your host will be very well pleased if your visit was free of inconvenience and embarrassment then timing your visit choose an appropriate time for your visit do not visit at inconvenient times such as meal times or when people are sleeping or resting or relaxing the, and this is also culturally depends on which country you are in there are specific siesta times specific time when people are resting so you should be aware enough of the culture not to do something uh which is inappropriate the length of the visit should correspond with how well you know the hosts as well as their circumstances and conditions do not overstay your welcome by making your visit too long or burdensome imam an-nawawi rahmatullahi said it is strongly recommended for muslims to visit the pious people which is ulama and shuyukh their brethren meaning their own personal relatives their neighbors their friends and relatives and to be generous and kind and obliging to them however the extent of the visit varies according to the host circumstances the visit ought to be conducted in a pleasant manner and at convenient times there are numerous sayings and traditions in this regard greeting a group if you enter a room greet everyone inside If you want to shake hand with those present start with the most prominent the most knowledgeable the most pious the oldest 
or those who have similar Islamic distinctions. Do not start with the first person you see on your right. You may overlook the most distinguished or most prominent. If you cannot decide who that person is or if those present happen to be of comparable status, then start with the elderly for they are easier to recognize. Imam Bukhari explained that Rasulullah said, the elder, the elder. In another version, he said, the elders come first. Abu Ya'ala and Al-Tabarani in Al-Awsat, uh, Mujab Al-Awsat, they reported that Rasulullah said, start with the elders. And or he said, start with the notables. Then we come to sitting between two people. If you enter a room, do not sit between two people. Instead, sit on their left or right. Abu Dawood reported that Rasulullah said, no one is to sit between two people without their permission. Sometimes two people may be kind enough to favor you by making room for you to sit between them. Acknowledge this kind gesture by accepting it thankfully. Be grateful and good mannered. Do not, do not sit cross-legged to crowd them out. Um, a sage once said, two people are truly ungrateful. A person whom you give advice to and he hates you for it. And a person who is favored with a seat in the tight place and he sits cross-legged. <coughs> if you are seated next to two, <laughs> next to two people, do not eavesdrop and listen to what they are saying, for it could be that their conversation is about a confidential matter. Eavesdropping is a bad habit and a sin. Imam Bukhari reported that uh, in a hadith in Bukhari Sharif, Rasulullah said, Whoever listens to people's conversation against their wishes, will be punished by liquid lead being poured down their ears on the day of judgment. Molten lead being poured into the ears. You should seek to benefit from the company and wisdom of the elders who are traditionally described as a fruit at the end of the season. And um, Imam uh, Abdul Fattah says, and I would add to that, a sun setting among the clouds. Soon they will depart, leaving us behind. Be keen to attend the gatherings of the elders, whether scholars or pious people or nobles or relatives. Soon you may lament their departure and your irrecoverable loss. It is an inappropriate manner to whisper to someone sitting next to you if you are in a group of three. The third person will feel isolated and may think badly about you. Rasulullah disapproved of this. Imam Malik and Abu Dawood reported that Rasulullah said, no two shall exchange whispers in, a presence, in the presence of a third person. And Rasulullah said, no two in an assertive negative form indicating that such a mistake is not only inappropriate but despicable. Another hadith in Bukhari says, If you were three, two of you should not whisper to each other till you join other people, lest the third feel offended. Abdullah ibn Umar was asked, What if there were four? He said, Then it does not matter, meaning it would, be, it would not be offensive then. Whispers are usually secrets, so if a friend entrusted you with a secret, do not betray it. Do not tell it even to your best friend or closest relative.
then we come to the duties of the host and the rights of the guest. If you are having a guest overnight, be hospitable and generous, but do not exaggerate when providing food and drink to your guest. Moderation, not excess, is the sunnah. You should try your best to make your guests stay pleasant and comfortable. During the night and day, inform your guests of the direction of the qibla and show them the way to the bathroom. Your guests will need to use towels after making wudu, after ablution, or having a shower, or washing hands before and after meals. Make sure that these are fresh and clean. Do not offer towels that you or your family members have used. It is also a good idea to provide the guests with perfume and a mirror. Make sure the toiletries and bath accessories they will be using are clean and sanitized. Before lending your, leading your guests to the bathroom, inspect it and remove anything you don't want your guests to see. Your guests will need rest and a quiet sleep. Spare them the noise of the children of the house as much as possible. Remove intimate clothing from their view. If the guest is a man, remove, remove all women's clothing and belongings. This is a desirable and decent practice that will leave you both feeling comfortable. When meeting, when meeting your guests, receive them with tact and respect. Dress pop properly and look your best, but don't, but don't overdo it. The close relationship between you is no excuse for negligence or, de- or indecency in your manner or appearance. Imam Bukhari in Al-Adab Al-Mufrad reported that our forefathers used to look their best when visiting each other. Be kind and considerate with your guests. As a rule, do not ask them to help you with your house chores. Don't, don't ask your guests to wash the dishes and so on. Imam Shafi Rahmatullah said, Gentlemen, do not employ their visiting guests. If you visit a relative or a friend, you should be mindful of your host circumstances and work commitments. Make your visit as brief as possible, as everybody has various jobs and duties. Be considerate of your hosts and volunteer to help them with their business, their house chores and obligations. While at your host's house, do not inspect and examine every corner, especially when you are invited beyond the guest room, lest you see something you are not supposed to notice. In addition, do not bother your hosts by being inquisitive and asking too many questions, whether about themselves, their household, or the house itself. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us to reflect on these, on this beautiful advice and to follow it in our lives and benefit ourselves and others.